for it, actually. <laughs> and we're <laughs> back with another episode of the Another Enemy Podcast. It's your boy, Khalid Salam, in the building. I got my brother with me. You already know it's Greg, GX, DJX. Yes, sir. It's been an interesting week, my brother. Interesting week, my nigga. <laughs> you know? Whole bunch of shit that happened, bro. Yeah, man. Whole lot of, whole lot of, whole lot of. Whole lot of, whole lot of hypocrite criticism going on around here. Whole lot of, a whole lot of mother. You say, yo, what? Your phone right here, ain't it? This nigga's tripping, but a whole lot of bullshit been going on, man. And, um,. I don't know, bro. Like when it comes to when it comes to certain situations, bro, that I be putting myself in, bro, I just get so mad because it's like, you me. Excuse me. <clears throat> I get mad because it's like, yo, why do, why do I be set on for a little shit like this, bro? But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give you break it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't break don't it down. don't. We gonna put it like this. Don't do something, right? Yeah. And then get mad when you see somebody else do the same thing. For me. And don't confront somebody when you got st- uh, skeletons in your closet. Like you, 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 you know what I'm saying? You not Boss. you not perfect right now. You know what I'm saying? Perfect, you ain't perfect. So don't act like it. And then when I catch you in some shit, you're you going you going. Oh no! <laughs> no, don't don't do all that, bro. You're not but, perfect. But I'm gonna let baby. you touch on something. I know you've been going through some situations. It's the, it's too, the pot calling the kettle black. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy on the 85 South show. They was talking about how they used to talk talk. In like the 70s and like 70s movies and stuff and they was talking about they'd be like you job turkey <laughs> sucker <laughs> like shut up sucker huh jack you ain't nothing but a piece of cheese without the corners so in other words you ain't gonna never be a slice <laughs> <laughs> but nah bro we can come back to that a little bit bro we have some questions that we missed you know what i'm saying on the podcast the last time mm-hmm. and um we might have to, you know, touch on that, but you got anything you say while I pull these up real quick, man? Um, I was uh watching this video. They posted it. It was on World Star, but it was it's pretty much been circulating the internet. Of this group, I think they're called FSAC, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No, nah, I don't know. It's like a black militia group, basically. Like it's like all of these black people dressed in all black. I think they were in Stone Mountain, Georgia. <coughs> Okay. And they're all, it's like four rows of just lines and lines of black people with like ARs and guns and everything. I guess Stone Mountain, Georgia is a, is like one of the first places that the KKK uh, started. Yeah. And man, the speech that this dude gave, man, you know, we talked about this, I think maybe on the last podcast, go back and listen, where I was saying how a lot of these rappers talk a lot on social media but don't actually do don't anything do and these people were doing something bro like the way that this look this looked like it was like the black panthers or the you know noi or the foi and man i just love to see it man i really do damn i can't, I can't find these right now but i think i know a couple of them Go all right how you feel bro i think I, I can't remember the name but they said they uh and this was right when all the protests and all that was going on bro mm. They said they found a noose in this this man's uh, garage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're he's not yeah, even man. charged for that because they Bubba said it Johnson was, or something. Like was that? it? Was it that? I think. So. I thought that was the name of the uh, race car driver that we was talking about earlier. Hold I on, they think. found a noose in the garage. Not in, in some one of them, somebody's garage, and they pretty much not getting charged for, it or they're not going to like you know investigate because they said it was like seen 
I want to say sometime in 2019, so they're not, you know what I'm saying, tripping about it. Mm. Even after all this Black Lives Matter stuff. You know? yeah. I was also doing this, you know, I was really, uh, looking at some little videos, some little clips over the weekend, bro, and a daycare, six-year-old daycare kid, bro, got kicked out of daycare for wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. Can you believe that? I could believe it. A Black Lives Matter shirt, bro. So would you sue or how would you take that, bro? If that was your kid, bro, and they kicked him out of daycare for having a Black Lives Matter shirt. I think that's tricky because on one hand, obviously we're black and we understand the idea of Black Lives Matter and what it stands for. But a lot of people have, a lot of people who are not black specifically and even black people have this idea of Black Lives Matter being like a terrorist group, bro. So on one hand, it's like we understand the innocent, right? We understand the innocence of Black Lives Matter and what it stands for, you know, we're simply saying that Black Lives Matter. Right. You know I mean, you know, it just is what it is. But some people will take that as we're saying Black Lives Matter and no other lives matter. People will take that as, you know, uh, anti-government or anti-establishment <coughs> um, way of thinking. So I could see why they would have, like, probably kicked the kid out but at the same time it's like you're just kind of tone deaf to me you don't understand what black lives matter actually means if you were to kick a kid out for something like that let me ask you this bro do you feel like all the protesting just stopped out of nowhere bro or do you no. think it's like you don't think so okay I, the protests are definitely still going on i just think the news coverage isn't covering it as much gotcha. anymore you know what i mean i think it's died down a little bit from what i could see but then in certain areas, like I was just saying, in Stone Mountain, Georgia, it's, it's, not, it's not dying down. You know what I mean? So I think the news just hasn't covered it as much. And, um, you know, Malcolm X had a quote on this, um, you know, when he was alive still. And uh, he spoke about how the media basically, you know, controls the minds of people for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's going to dictate the narrative. That's how people are going to understand what's going on because people listen to the news so much. And, um, I mean, I think this is a, a telltale sign of that for real. You know what I mean? The news can spin a situation any way they want to spin it because people don't actually do their real research. They Facts. take everything at a surface Facts. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? But okay. be- before we get off of that, I wanted to ask you, have you heard anything about Terry Crews lately? Terry Crews? Yeah, the dude from uh, Everybody Last Hates time Crews. I remember hearing him was when he was uh, talking about him, the dude grabbing his... Oh wow! Okay, so <laughs> so <laughs> and before you say that, it was funny as hell, bro. I was watching the '85 South show, and Carlos Miller said Terry Crews blocked him because <laughs> because Carlos Miller made a tweet like, "Nigga, I'm fine, nah, I ain't yeah. ain't no grown man about to crap my yeah. shit." So I thought that was funny, bro. Real quick, man. Okay. He, had, he had posted, man, and. uh I wanted to get your opinion on this. I should have had this shit already so queued you up. you talking about not the situation I'm talking about. Nah, okay. nah, 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 nah. Um, so, so Terry Crews, he's been facing a lot of uh, backlash lately because of, um, first, first, the first reason was because, you know, like, like you had said before, um, about the, uh, the the grabbing yeah and him not really doing anything about it and a lot of people uh disagree with that um but 
lately he's been saying a lot of things. Like he had a, a situation with Gabrielle Union. I can't remember. Oh, what, okay, yeah, I heard about, something that. about that. Yeah, yeah. I think I can't remember what show it is that they were on or some kind of production that they were doing. And she was saying that she felt, you know, some some uh, some 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 odd vibes from the people, so to speak. You know what I mean? And he was saying that he never felt any kind of racial injustices or sexism or whatever the case may be uh, working for them. But recently um, he's been making some tweets lately. And, uh, you know, so so that already had people um, going against him. But he made this tweet in in particular um one thing he said was and i quote this is from his twitter if you are a child of god you are my brother and you, uh, sorry if you are a child of god you are my brother and sister i have family of every race creed and ideology we must ensure hashtag black lives matter doesn't morph into hashtag black lives better what's your thoughts on that bro I think that sounds like something that somebody wanted him to say. To be honest with you, that's, that's what a lot of people like. have been saying, bro. I think that's something he wanted somebody wanted him to say, and then that's why uh, Gabrielle got mad and she said something. That's what she got mad about, right? Was that the same thing? No, this this is. I think this is this is different. He just said this recently. <coughs> okay, she was yeah, mad for a separate. separate. It, it, it sound it sound like it sound like he he was paid to say that. Somebody said say that, but it's crazy that Terry Crews, bro, is like. This nigga too big, <laughs> like, cause like I said, I'm going off of the you know the uh, the stuff that Carlos Miller was saying on the uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. I'm at uh, 85 South Show, so it's just even more funny when I'm hearing all this extra little stuff, bro. I'm like, this nigga is big as hell, bro, and he sounds like a little baby right now. Mm-hmm. But he might have a point in certain things, you know. I'm not following him like that, but yeah. I'm just going off of what Carlos Miller said. <laughs> this, this is what I I really wanted to hear your opinion on. This was another tweet he made recently. Mm-hmm. He said. Are all white people bad? No. Are all black people good? No. Knowing this reality, I stand on my decision to unite with good people, no matter the race, creed, or ideology. Given the number of threats against this decision, I also decide to die on this hill. What's your thoughts on that? Mm. Again, sounds Sound like somebody like a you know what I'm yeah, to me. That, that, that sounds like you on their side. Even I'm not saying you should pick sides. Mm. But that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like you're not really caring about the about the Black Lives Matter movement. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like you ain't say you you're not even saying Black Lives Matter. You're saying mm-hmm. all you know what I'm saying? It's that's 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 a hard one. I'm gonna have to get your opinion on that one. But we're gonna take a spin on it, bro, because I just started with a question and I can't find the other ones I was looking for, but this is one question we had to ask last podcast. Do you think you can change somebody, bro? Boom. Let me hear. Before I answer that, let me just let me let me just put a button on this Terry Crews thing real quick. Okay, I feel like I feel like this is something that black people have gone through since the days of slavery for real. This is like true house nigga mentality to me. Facts. I feel like this. You ain't in the field. <laughs> Facts. This is how I feel about the the last tweet that I said with the are all white people bad? No. Are 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 what are all white people good? No. Are all white are all black people bad? No. That's what he said in that tweet. This is how I feel about that, bro. bro. I feel like this. Black people have a they have a a way in which, not all black people. These are very specific black people, like Terry Crews himself. I think we want too bad to try to fit in and not rub people the wrong way that 
we end up actually putting our own people down in the process of right, it. Right. Like we try too hard to make other people feel comfortable about things. And by doing that, you shoot yourself in the foot. You shoot your people in, uh, in the foot. You shoot your, your whole family because I feel like in that tweet, he's trying to, he's trying to make white people feel good right. and make it seem like there are black people who actually like y'all. Which there are, you know what I'm saying? This is not a Black Lives Matter. It's not, I love black people and I hate white people type of situation. Yeah, I'm going to grab it. Um, it's, it's one of those things where we're just saying black lives matter, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's that's simple, cut and plain and dry. It's not black lives matter and white lives don't. We're not saying that at all. No. You know what I mean? But I think a lot of times you'll have these house niggas, you know what I'm saying? I say that specifically because that's how I feel about them. Where they are going to try to, it's like you you you're rubbing master's shoulders, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? After he done whip, went out there and whipped your mama's ass, your daddy's ass, your wife's ass, your kids' ass. I still hit for you, boss. Hung, hung his, hung his, hung your, hung your, your cousin uh, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? With the motherfucking noose from, but from from from, from, from from NASCAR garage. Hung your, hung your cousin with the noose from the NASCAR garage. He comes in and says, damn, my, my shoulder's hurt, and you give him a back massage. That's how I feel about niggas like that, bro. Facts. Facts. But ask that question. So, so that, that question, bro, is do you feel like, bro, that you can change someone, bro? You know what I'm saying? Whether, like, it's changed certain things about that person or them as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to give a, a, an example. Or do you feel like there's something that Let's say you're in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you, we're not going to say in a relationship. You're talking, you're getting to know somebody, you feel yeah. me? And you see something in them that you really don't like. Yeah. And you're know, you know it's going to become a problem uh-huh. eventually in a relationship. Yeah. Do you try to change that? Or do you try to, like, you know what I'm saying, build around it? You know what I'm saying? Try to get, you know? Because it, be, it could be multiple things, bro. Like, with yeah. you, there's certain things that you don't like with me, yeah. certain things I don't like. So it's like, and I feel like that's something you might not be able to change, bro. Because mm-hmm. then... When, what they gonna say, bro? Why are you trying to? You're trying to control me, bro. Yeah, feel me? I yeah, fact. control, Facts. <laughs> so how you feel about that, bro? Do you um, I think in the past I tried to change people, or I thought that not necessarily that I could actually change people. Like, oh, you you can't force anyone to do anything. Right. But I thought that maybe if I bring you around me and you see how I'm living my life. And I tell you about my experiences, good and bad, and how I've grown to be who I am. Maybe you'll adopt that pattern. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've been with people like that in the past where I had that mindset. Now, I don't I don't have that mindset anymore, bro, because I realize it's all about choices. But that actually touches on why I say that I don't want to do the girlfriend-boyfriend thing anymore. I want to make sure that I want to be with this person for the rest of my life and then get to the marriage. Right. Because... The boyfriend-girlfriend phase for a lot of people is a test run. It's the trial run, you know what I'm saying, where you get to see, all right, I like this, I don't like this, I'm going to tell you that I don't like this, and then you'll change it, and it re- it rarely happens that way, bro, you know what I'm saying? So you get locked into a relationship for years at a time thinking you're going to change this person, or five years from now we'll be at a spot where we want to get married to each other, and I think you're just you're – just, bamboozling yourself for real. You know what I mean? See, when it comes to me, I'm going to touch on this little, put a little spin on it. Mm. I, at this point, it's like, I'm not even going to try to change. Like, I'm not going to try to change a way that you have. You feel me? Yeah. And I'm just going to like try to 
separate myself from you if that makes sense uh-huh. and the reason why i say that is because i feel like when you try to change somebody they really don't want to change for the better of them yeah they're more likely yeah. just doing it because you want them yeah, to do it sure. and i know that for a fact bro I and agree. i'm gonna give a perfect example yeah it's like um for example me i don't like when females go to halloween parties and wear like super revealing clothes like ash cheeks out type shit Amen. and with one of my one of my ex, well, I said one of them, my ex. <laughs> uh, I remember I told her that's something I, I didn't like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure though. So whenever she went, you know what I'm saying, we were together, boom, she would wear something decent, something, you know what I'm saying, that was, yeah. that was, I, I was cool with. Mm-hmm. And then boom, we break up. Right back. Soon to the, the next Halloween party. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, yeah. it was cheeks. Yeah. So that's how I know it's like, but that's just a small example. So it's mm-hmm. stuff way much, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's yeah. just something small. Yeah. I don't get into that too much. Yeah, no, nah, I, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> You know, that example and just overall what you're trying to say, I feel like, you know, it's crazy because I was just having this conversation with someone, you know, about, you know, people know I'm Muslim and right. a lot of people that I know are not, well, I really, not even a lot of people know. There's not many Muslims that I know that I have a personal relationship with, but, you know, the person was asking me like, you know, would you want your wife to be Muslim? You know, and I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? And she was just saying well, what if you meet a woman who's not a Muslim in the beginning? Would you, you know, want her to be Muslim? And it's like, of course, obviously I would. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't ask that of you, and I wouldn't try to force that on you. Nigga, that's me. Yeah. Jimmy, too wild to step in. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to force that on anyone. I wouldn't want to ask that of anyone because that's a very personal decision. And I feel like when you do try to ask that of someone or force them into that. It's not uh, long lasting, you know, it's not right, true right, to them, right. it's not it's real. Not and I think that can oftentimes put even more of a strain on your relationship than even the problem would have in the beginning. That's because not only is there a problem, but this person is not gonna feel like they're being true to themselves, you know, and that can create all types of issues in a relationship, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna give it another little spin real quick. Go for something it, a little different. Something a little different. All right. So, um, how do I wanna say this right here? All right, when it comes to you and, you know what I'm saying, your wife, girlfriend, whatever you want to call her, uh-huh. by any means, are you? do you feel like you're supposed to protect her no matter what? Ooh. And you know why I'm asking this question. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you want to touch on that situation, then that's, that's on you, but yeah. what's, your, what's your thoughts on, no, like, no matter if it's her, if she's in the wrong, if the person she's arguing in the wrong, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? What's your thoughts on that? And I know what they are, but I'm, yeah. the people don't, so you got to let them know. I think that... uh. Yeah, I think by any means, it's your responsibility to protect the women in your life or your your significant other, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But afterwards, after I defend you and I knew you were in the wrong, I'm going to pull you to the side and we're going to have a real conversation. And from that real conversation, it might go with me not being with you anymore. Because I think a lot of times women have a have a issue with getting in a situation with someone and not and being able to get it back out there get exactly out of the situation. like a lot of women let's be real women deal with things emotionally bro Facts. and they take shit too far sometimes like like this one thing i will never do i will never be with a woman who i'm going somewhere like let's say we, we're going to the club i don't go to the club but let's just say hypothetically i do okay and a nigga says something to you to say something to the girl to, to my girl and she is the type that's going to try to spaz out on the nigga as if she can whoop a nigga's ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not trying to be with a girl like that, bro. Now, do you think that 
most females do that because it's like I got I got my dude right here to defend me versus if they're like I okay, club. They're in the club with one of their friends, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? One of their friends. Do mm-hmm. you think it'll be the same reaction versus if they're in the club with you? You know what I'm saying? I think that a lot of times hold on one second, bro. And the reason why I'm asking that question is cause like I said, I was watching this video. I'll be watching all kinds of videos, man, when I'll just be bored. Uh, let's take you, let's take a quick little break real quick, bro. Quick little break, quick yeah. little break. Alright, we back. We're, We're back. The right, reason so why I had see? asked that question is because, like I said, I watch a whole bunch of videos for this on YouTube, Facebook, yeah. all that's a lot to be bored. And one video in particular is uh, I watch Key and Pev. And it was a certain skit they had where, you feel me, she was, uh, uh, Jordan Peele was playing a female and uh, Key was playing the male there out of the club. And she kept on arguing with dudes and saying, my boyfriend will kick your ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So <laughs> I just, like, I just feel like that's, of course, it's not going to be like that. But yeah. They feel like since they got their man right there, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, they can do whatever they want, bro. And then, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It can, it can end bad, bro. Uh-huh. It can, you know that. Somebody yeah. pop the trunk. For sure. <laughs> I think that, uh, I think it's a combination of a few things, bro. I think that plays a big part in it. I think, two, women just, I don't want to say it in these words, but but I'm going to say it anyway. Talk your shit. Say it with your check. I think women just don't know how to be in a woman's place, bro. Like, <laughs> and I hate to say it like that, and I know it's going to be some women who, like, don't ever say that again in your Man, life. You're going to get in trouble. Bro, I don't trouble. give a damn. I'm colleague, nigga. What up? But, I, but real talk, though, like, I don't feel like I don't feel like a woman should ever escalate something with a man, to me, personally. Because, one, you're at a... You're not... You're The man's automatically at a physical advantage over you. Right. But the, the other part of it is if you do something to make him want to put his hands on you and he does, he's in the wrong because you're a woman. I don't feel like that should ever be the dynamic of anything, bro. Mm-hmm. Whether that's your relationship, I don't think a woman should disrespect her man in that way. Neither should a man disrespect the woman. But when you're out in public, I don't think you should just rely on your nigga to protect you and you just can say whatever the hell you want to say and disrespect people Talk just because your dude is there. And for real, for real, if you do that with me, I'm going to defend you in that moment. I'm going to make sure you get home safe, and then I'm going to never see your ass again. Because you want to play games, bro, and you putting your dude's life in danger. Because, bro, you took your CCW class. I'm sure they, you know, told you about this because I was just listening to it. So, you know, get ready. Don't play with me. Anyway, uh, they they explain to you how certain situations are not self-defense situations. Mm -hmm. Like, you might think you're defending someone, but you do one thing wrong. And when you go to court and try to defend yourself, the yeah, prosecutor going to twist, try to twist it on you and make it seem like you, you know, were the aggressor. And I just feel like in situations like that, it's very difficult to, you know, spin that story the correct way to make make sure that your the dude gets out on the the right side of the fence. So I just feel like you know women got to be calm sometimes and just let some shit slide. Not everything is worth fighting over, bro. I feel you. Like I said, it's. Things could easily go bad, you know what I'm saying? You For never sure. know what happened. Like, you never know. For sure. Yeah. For sure. How you feel about, um... <sighs> <laughs> oh, let me get ready for this. How you feel about exes talking crazy about you or situations that have to do with you after y'all break up? I feel like this is your miserable. And 
not say that because Dude. why are you still <laughs> even thinking about especially if you're an ex and you're been you've been broken up for a minute. Yeah. On top of that, you've moved on or so I and think. got pregnant and moved on with another nigga and you still talking shit talking about to niggas you know? that look just like me, but yeah. I ain't gonna say look like me, cause nah, nigga, but yeah, <laughs> for sure the But then again, you come back and how you been and <laughs> shit like that. You sound stupid. You, you know sound like you look, you're bitter. You look dumb. You look dumb. You sound bitter. You look dumb as hell. You sound stupid. And it don't make any sense to me because it's like. <laughs> I could see if it was a situation to maybe you wanted to like try to work something out, even though For that's sure never going to happen. But it will be a situation to you. It'll be like, oh, how you been? Da, 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 we should chill, blah, 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 blah. But then still got this nigga, that nigga. And bro, like it don't make sense Fact. to me, bro. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Fact. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and let me live my fucking life. Yeah. Because you cause an argument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking up a happy home. <laughs> like, You're making me look bad right now. Nah, man. I feel you, bro. I just feel like sometimes people don't know how to let go, bro. People do not know how to let go in life these days, bro. It's crazy to me. I'm not holding on to anything that's not holding on to me. Facts. I'm just not. Facts. I'm not holding on to something. I'm not wanting for something that does not want me. I'm not doing it. And you look crazy trying to. That's like, well, that's like, imagine, imagine if we look out the window right now and we see a nigga driving 30 miles per hour with a nigga hanging on the bumper of his car. (laughs) You're going to think the nigga on the bumper looks crazy. Let go. (laughs) You're going through unnecessary pain for no reason. Let go, nigga. Like, Like, imagine that nigga saying, nah. He's like, nah, I gotta hold on. It's gonna work. I got, it's gonna work. <laughs> I'm gonna get in the door. Don't worry. <laughs> no, you're not. Like, it's not going down, bro. Oh, like, man. I'm not. Okay, that like, was the best. You feel what I'm saying? That's how y'all niggas look. So just know, visualize that, put it in your mental bank, and do something different, bro. Move around. I think people need to find true happiness in their heart. People look to too many outside sources for that happiness, too many people, too many substances, too many jobs. We look to all these things for happiness, and that does not make you content with life, bro. If people will look for what makes them content in life more than just looking for what makes them happy in the moment, I feel like people would be so much less miserable. And stop taking it out on other niggas who ain't got nothing to do with it, dog. My thing, yeah, me. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. My thing too, bro, it's like, I just don't get how you really think you hitting me up and and with your situations and stuff like that. It's like you do you really think it's gonna work? It's toxic. It's it's done. Extreme. It's over. Extreme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I don't I don't get why y'all still will they people still be trying. I'm speaking yeah. in general, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Why you still be trying in this situation like yeah, for sure. Leave it alone. Let let bygones be bygones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just think it's selfish, bro. Like it it's, is. The most selfish thing to me is someone who messes up a relationship, the relationship splits off, but they still try to cause a rift in what the person has going for them now after you're the reason why y'all broke up in the first place. And then it don't necessarily make you look bad, but at the same time, it do make you look bad. Because it's like right now, if even though I ain't, you know, I don't talk to nobody, so... At this point, bro, it's like if you send me a message right now, just on some, hey, I'ma look, I'ma look bad, just because it's you. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? Like just because somebody that sure. clearly cannot let go for sure of, of of me, bro. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy where we live in, dog. You know, 
But you got anything else, bro, before we get out of here? You know what I'm saying? We got a couple more minutes left. Um, I don't want to get too deep, bro. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, let me say this. What, like, what do you think, you know, to touch on what we talked about earlier, we're jumping all around, but what do you think are the next steps for black people in this country? Where you, where you think we go from, from, from where we are now to get to where we're trying to go? You want to know my honest opinion on that, bro? Yes, sir. That's why I asked you. I don't think that anything is going to change, my nigga. My so I can't even say where I think this shit goes. I mean, I want to. Don't get me wrong, but it's like it's 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 hard to be like, oh, I why think you think we're that? Gonna, because it's like it's been going on for too long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's been going on for way too long. And on top of that, it's been certain cases that's similar to what happened to George Floyd. And mm-hmm. look, look what happened to George Floyd. Yeah. Eric Garner. Boom. Mm-hmm. I can't breathe. George Floyd. I can't breathe. When they heard I can't breathe come out that nigga's mouth, they should have hopped up, bro. Oh, snap. We've been through this before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then just the way, bro, they did it, bro. Like, I feel like in both situations, the, mm-hmm. the cops were careless. Yeah. They really weren't resisting. Don't get me wrong. Eric Garner was a big guy. But he was not resisting. Facto. Uh, George Floyd was not resisting. Not at all. So, I I want to say, you feel me, like, it's going to be, I feel like, if anything, the people is more going to take over instead of being bystanders. Because, mm-hmm. like, like you were saying, I remember you were saying one time when we first watched that video, you was like, somebody should have went and pushed the cop off of yeah. him. Yeah, they would have had cops. They would have got rushed. For sure. And everything. Probably like, would have got killed. I wouldn't have watched that. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't Fact. watch that. And then the, he was bleeding out of his mouth, bro. Like, that shit. Calling for his mom, man. man. Grown man calling for his mom. So, you know he was in pain. Um, I'm trying to figure out where I would hope it would go, but it's like, it's hard to tell. What do you think we, we need to do differently as black people? Anything? Like we was talking about in the last podcast, bro. Mm-hmm. I think, and I mean, of course, of me and your voice, it might mean something, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah. that's talking about on the podcast right now. Yeah. People might hear and be like, okay. Yeah. But all people like the big ballers, you know what I'm saying? The, the celebrities, they got to really go out here and do it because their voice is going to be more heard than ours. For sure. The the day. For sure. But that don't mean we're we going to stop not talking yeah. about it because yeah. we're still aware. We're still, you know what I'm saying, know what's going on. But mm-hmm. I think for real, for real, it's just more people got to come together, bro. And powerful people, though. Like, it's like yeah. a lot of people I wish would say something that I haven't heard. Like, you got Oprah, you know what I'm saying? You got all these big people that got these major names to them and something mm-hmm. like that. And I feel like they could make a change. They yeah. could make a difference. But it's like, I don't know why they're not, bro. But I could be wrong. I haven't seen anything. I could be wrong. But, I mean, you got some people that was out there protesting. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I don't know, bro. Where do you think? Like, ended on you, bro. You man, I think, you? man, I don't want to be too long-winded because we are at the 30-minute mark, man. You know, trying to keep these John short. But I'm going to just run off a list of a few things I think that we need to do as black people really to to change our set of circumstances, uh, short term and long term. First things first, as black people, we have to come together like that's Thanks. that's first and foremost, man. Like and that's difficult just given our history. And I don't want to break down every single piece of that. But, you know, for those who know, they know why black people are, are in the situation we're in today. You know, what I mean, we know the history, slavery, Jim Crow you know redlining all of that but it's a few things that i feel like black people really need to get through their brains right now today as we're speaking first things first go listen to dr claw anderson man he breaks down he breaks this stuff down in such a simplistic way he has many books that he's written about this the first things first that black people have to do is we have to we have to have black economic empowerment bro we need to make sure that we are investing in each other financially because 
everything else that black people need is going to have to come after the money because the way that he explains it is like politicians for example i know everybody's trying to promote voting which is great but he's saying you get if you get money in the black community you could buy the politicians just like every other group of people does Mm -hmm. they buy these politicians they put money in their pocket they donate to their campaigns and that's how they get into the offices that they are put into so that's the first thing that we need to do we need to invest in our communities stop spending so much money outside of black own businesses you know what I mean? Make sure that that dollar that dollar is circulating. You know what I'm saying? They say that the dollar in a white community uh, circulates several times before it before it goes out of the white community. Whereas black people, we go straight to the white to folks. The white you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I think that's one thing. That's first. I think on a cycle uh, a psychological level, we have to invest in ourselves as well too. I'm gonna be real with you, bro. A lot of the stuff we were taught and raised is working against us. We want to hold on to it because we uh, we uh, we say it's culture. We say it's the we do it for the culture, black culture, X, Y, and Z. But we gotta actually be honest and say a lot of things we've adopted in our culture as black people. We adopted it because of traumatic experiences. Right. Whether that's rap music, we make rap music. I hate to say it, you know what I'm saying. It all stems from a history of oppression. It's an interview with Tupac, and he talks about this beautifully. Man, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to link it. You know what I'm saying, but uh. One second. Tupac speaks about it very uh, beautifully in 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 an interview that he did. I'm not going to get into all that right now. But first thing is, like I said, economic empowerment. We have to, you know, um, unlearn and then relearn a lot of the things, a lot of the habits that we've built up in the black community, a lot of things we've added to our culture. We need to break a lot of that down and build up better habits and better aspects of culture. Invest in each other, come together, arm yourselves, man. Make sure you get your CCW. You get know what I'm saying? Because right now it's, a, it's, it's, it's getting crazy out here. If you not if you can't get your CCW, at least go and do some martial arts, bro. I, I know a lot of y'all niggas like the box, but I'm gonna be real with you. When it comes to a nigga who knows martial arts, and it comes to a nigga who's boxing, martial the dude's gonna arts, take you yeah, down, brother. Let's be fact. real. This ain't this ain't the boxing ring where there's a ref and things are clean. You can't throw nah. hands below the belt. This ain't martial that. Martial arts that, that hit to the to the knockout. You feel what I'm saying? Karate, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, all of that, bro. Make sure y'all are looking into that. Study a few moves a day. You know what I'm saying? Boxing too, don't get me wrong. You know, anything that's going better you in hand-to-hand combat, bro. Because I'm trying to tell y'all right now, it's about to get crazy. I hope it doesn't. I pray it doesn't, bro. But I, f- I feel it, bro. I can feel it when I'm out here, bro. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? Economic empowerment. You know, better ourselves psychologically. Come together. Learn to defend yourselves. Teach your children. You know what I'm saying? How to, how to move out here in society. You know, we got to really work from the inside out, bro. I think we rely on the white folks to try to help us out too much, bro. I'm trying to tell y'all. I know we need their help because this is their system they created. But, bro, I'm trying to tell you, to, to ask white people to change is like having a million dollars and a nigga saying, give me all your money so I can do better. Let's be real. Because everything that we <clears throat> lose from, the reasons why we're in the position that we're in today, is the same exact reason they're in the position they're in today. So you gotta act, you gotta understand what you're asking a white man to give up when you say treat me equally, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know too many people who who's gonna you know you come to me and say give me half of your fifty thousand dollars I deserve it. 
Like, I don't know too many people who's going to give you that 25, bro. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? So we got to work from the inside out. Start with the economic empowerment, psychological things, religious things. We could break all this down in another episode. I don't want to go too long. I won't be too long when the brother spoke too much already. You know what I'm saying? Anything you want to touch on before we get about it in the brother? Nope. I think we, I think it's going to be a wrap, yo. Yes, sir. So, again, this has been another episode of the Another Enemy Podcast. Once again, I'm Greg. GX DJ GX. Let me follow my Instagram, G underscore ATM, Snapchat, GX ATM. For me, another enemy, another underscore enemy Instagram page, AE underscore ATM, Snapchat page. I'm going to let you go ahead, bro. For sure, though. It's your boy, Kali Salam, man. Bring the peace. As always, follow me on Instagram at Honorable Kali. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Just Leap. Make sure you follow my brother. Make sure you follow the group page. And this has been another episode of the Another Enemy Podcast, man. Thank y'all for tuning in and listening. You and know. on another note, stop sending messages acting like different people. We know what you, you look like you're playing. For sure, though. You're...